I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And I'm Edward. Together, we are the Groundbreakers. Craig, man. <laughs> now recording. Craig's just being the best over here. I wish... In some respects, I like that he doesn't show up on the, the actual recording, and the other times, I just want to hear him at the beginning of it. It's true. <laughs> now recording. We need a soundbite of Craig saying that. Yes, yes, we do. And we can just pepper that into the chat, I mean, the cast. Is that not the same yeah. thing as, like, kind of, like, just, like, mind-roofing me and, like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. Is. <laughs> mind-roofies, name of the episode, no. <laughs> mind-roofies, a Halo podcast. Yeah, that that's that would be. <laughs> uh, but but since you said that, what we're here for today, for real though, is to start the first of our th- planned three-part episodes of Halo. So, which is something we don't we don't hit on a lot in this cast is um you know future yeah. indeed. Uh, I'm kind of excited to talk about it. I mean, yeah, like I what is the word? We've focused a lot on fantasy stuff. But my original like uh, nerd thing, even though it's still it is fantasy, now that I have looked at it far enough, is like Star Wars, and I have mm-hmm. always liked that aesthetic of robots and lasers and spaceships. Right. And then my first not, like non-Star Wars sci-fi thing that I got into was a friend of mine in middle school. It's like, did you ever play Halo? And uh, uh, I had a PlayStation, and I had no clue what this Halo thing was. And I went over to his house and played Halo 2. Never, well, never played Halo 1. And uh, within uh, within about 30 minutes, I was hooked on this. Like, as soon as, like, Halo 2 opens and you got the broken ring and the aliens talking and yeah, all that nice stuff, I was like, hmm, I, I like this. This is pushing the right buttons. Yeah, and... I mean, Halo has a really special place in my heart um for just similar to that like i i did play halo one um at matt lost something uh, <laughs> uh, i did play a, a lot of halo one myself but um it it might have been one of the f- the biggest games for me at first that was in that that genre um and uh, from a younger age and uh it really shaped my free time i i, I don't know how to i don't know how to put it so you know me and matt uh, and a group of people really came together over halo we we play halo like every weekend at our houses i mean that was that was yeah. what we did so um, if, if there it was really two... built the group <laughs> oh yes if there was two things that i would say uh formed us in in our nerd culture uh, in my, you know, late teen years, it would have been Halo and Magic. Absolutely, that, that's really what made me me in those years. Now, I'm not saying that D and D and other things didn't help, but damn, Halo really was there in the forefront. A hundred percent. You know, it. What was I? Fifteen, fourteen when me, we met Matt like that. And of course, we played Magic and stuff. When we started playing Halo. Um, you know, like I so said, we played every weekend. We, you know, we'd go to the magic tournament. We immediately there play Halo till midnight or whatever. And um, you know, that's the that's the group I played D and D with in the future. You know, years of Halo yes. built our group, and then we're like, hey, let's play D and D. Like that's it built that society almost for us, for me. And like you said, Magic the Gathering, it's a different podcast. <laughs> it really is, but uh, those so things are so very important, and not just the multiplayer aspect where. Where, yeah, the multiplayer aspect has a lot to do with our memories, but stuff like, you know, co-oping the library and and co-oping That's... just that first stage after after you get off the ship. I mean, looking or looking behind you and seeing that halo for the first time is, yes. is a moment that will never be captured again in, 100%. You know, in gaming. And mine was even, mine was strange in that I... <sighs> My first, again, my first experience was Halo 2, so, like, I missed out on that. I missed yeah, out on, yeah. like, co-oping through Halo 1 and being like, whoa, holy crap, that looks, that looks really good. Can we go there? And then be like, you can almost go there. You can go this direction, <laughs> but it feels like you're going You can get there. close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, most of my Halo memories, if I'm being honest, are campaign related. Like, I didn't have fast enough internet, really, for most of uh, my time playing to, like, even begin to play that game competitively. So I would, like, go in and the game would just be lagging 24-7. So I would just be like, you know what, I'm just going to play the campaign again. I played Halo 2, Halo 3, and Reach. Probably those games have probably made up, like, two months of my life, all told. Like, if you put the two or three months of my life, all told, if you put them all together. And a good, good portion of that was just uh, going in and being like, I'm going to play... uh, the co- the Ark and the Covenant right. again from Halo Three, or I'm going to play the I'm just going to play most of Reach <laughs> over and over again. Like the Alexandria level where you it's like free roam and you can fly the ship around to the different locations and it's slightly different each time you play it. Hundred percent. You know, well, I, before before I say, I was going to say actually. Uh, let's introduce ourselves because you know we haven't done that. So uh, I'm Edward. I'm Andrew. Not <laughs> Matt. Um, yeah, I I have played those campaigns several times, and every game besides the first one, which you know again had already been out. I played. I mean, the campaigns aren't long. I, I guess um, it, it's a great story. It's fun, and we played it a million times. They're not. Incre- I mean. I think I've beat every single game with Matt for that matter. The night it came out in one night on, you know, on campaign. Um, so it's not like one of those big expansive games. You know, if we think like the Witcher or something where you spend a hundred hours in it, trying to get it, it, it's not that long, but the depth that you still get and is great. And it's amazing. So it's a different kind of storytelling almost, but it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, it's it's way more linear. Like the movement away from like completely linear campaign, uh, is odd to me because that's just what campaign. Like if I'm if I if I buy a game and it has a multiplayer and a campaign, or at least for a long time anyway. When I bought a game that had a multiplayer and a campaign component, I expected the campaign to be like eight ten hours by your if you're playing by yourself, you just blow through it and then just replay it and replay it or right then you kind of put it aside and play multiplayer. But I've, I feel like more and more games are leaving that, um, what's the word? Not railroad. I just said it a minute ago, but that like linear kind of linear. Yeah. yeah. Like even I'm not, man, I'm not going to go off on a Bioshock rant, but even like Bioshock <laughs> where it's, where it is a linear game, but it still has like those RPG. I'm going to go around and go down and I would go find hidden spots. Right. But Halo 2 was, or Halo 2, Halo was, you're going to start here and you're going to go that way and shoot. Just go. Right. Which is probably why I liked Doom, but then, anyway. So, as we've, we've explained, um, Halo is a huge deal to us. And so, we've been talking about doing a Halo episode probably since the beginning, but it's definitely over the last several months. Uh, and how to do it right and how we would do it. And our first conclusion was it's not a one episode problem. <laughs> um, and we want to dive deep into specific pieces of Halo. And that's what we're going to do in uh, different episodes. And we might bring on extra guests and things. But today, we just want to talk about Halo in general, what entices us, the story, how we would build a game about it. And then we'll break down more specifics because there's a lot of rich lore. Yes. Yeah. It. So. Just, just to double back a little bit about what Halo is to, to me. Um, I mean, we can we can kind of jump around here. Andrew sure. said, you know, Halo to him is is that is that single player campaign. To to me, Halo is two things. It's it's showing storytelling while looking at like vistas and beauty, and that's what Halo does. Is it shows you what can be, not necessarily what is but what could be around the other band. And the second thing Halo brings to me uh, is the kind of the same thing that, that, uh, that RPGs bring, like uh, tabletop RPGs. It brings a sense of community. That's the two oh, things that Halo yeah. does for me. Yeah, and it's, I, I mean, it's I the reason why I like, that's the reason why I like RPGs too, is that sense of community and mm-hmm. the sense of what can be. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it definitely has a... A community building part of it. Um, did 
Did Matt get attacked just now? He did, he Attacked yeah. by a ladybug while I was building this fella. Nice. That's pretty oh, fucking cool. We might paint him on stream later. Aw, yeah. Um, so do we want to do, uh, before we get into the story building and stuff like that, um, just a quick overview. What are the big points of Halo? Whoa. Um, uh, again, we're going to dive deep in the later episode and different pieces of it. Uh, yeah. But how would you summarize the Halo universe? What would what would be the big points? I would say high, uh, like we're we're talking high technology, because you know there's shields and there's you know FTL drives which aren't FTL drives, but you might as well call them that. There's advanced yeah. weaponry. Um, uh, I don't know. It's it's a lot of. Uh, Xeno kind of fighting, so it's you versus some aliens, although you don't necessarily have to build it that way, depending on what era of the game that you want to be. And it's heroic. Yeah. Heroic. Yes, yes. No matter matter what you got. That's what I've been trying to, like, work. I was trying to find the word for it, but Halo, again, maybe it's because it was my first one, but Halo to me, like, if I sit down and I play a Halo, uh, it's, I, I just feel good. And I feel like I, I feel powerful. Yeah, and you're without, just without, a badass. Yeah, without going full bore into like Doom or any of that kind of stuff, where you're a demigod right. kind of thing. Like you feel powerful, but you also you you feel heroic and you feel powerful, but you feel heroic and powerful because you're the people you're fighting on all sides are just as powerful as you are. Yes, yes. So it's but stacked I- against you, but you feel like you're winning. Um, and it, I know we're going to get into story building part of it in a minute, but you feel powerful. Think about the regular Halos and we'll, we'll, you know, exclude other stuff, but you're a Spartan, which it doesn't lay out for you at the beginning. No, you um, don't even know what that means. Like really, right, right. like you can so, read some stuff, but you don't really know what right. that means. So I, I played, um, in preparation for tonight, I played the first two chapters of Halo one this morning, just good night. Okay. Cause it's been a long time. Um, it is championship edition, and I know there's you know some added stuff and things like that, but you know the game starts out and doesn't tell you a lot of that. It starts out with the ship is under attack by an alien force, and you have found a ring. I mean that's, yep. that's it. You awaken from slumber, and you see Marines around you who are like, "Oh, like you're well, a big deal." And yeah. I I heard one of you were on a ship, almost like you're a legend, but that's all you hear. Yep. You know that this, you immediately have that, well, the heroic feeling of right. things are bad. It's doom and gloom, and these people are looking at me like I'm going to be the one that saves them. Right, right. And you're like, what? Uh, what is going on? Um, but but like you said, like you're heroic, but the things you're fighting are just as heroic. I mean, elites are scary. Um, realistically, yeah, they are frightening. They're like eight feet tall. Or something like that, maybe yeah. seven and a half. And you don't notice that when you're yeah. playing the game at first because you don't realize that you're seven foot tall. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're like eight foot tall, and again, you don't realize that at the beginning of the game. But we know that you know they can lift a tank with one hand and like do all sorts of craziness. Um, very powerful, and they're they're honor bound as well, which I think is kind of yeah, cool. very samurai, mm-hmm. uh, like futuristic alien samurais. <laughs> But you don't know that. But you don't know that at the beginning. You don't know that. that yeah, you don't know that. Get, that's one of those things that gets peppered in. All you know is, all you know is, aliens are attacking the ship, um, and they and there's a some banter with an AI of a ship, and basically they tell you, hey, I need you to take this AI because if the aliens get a hold of it, they'll find out where Earth is. Take her. That's it. Yeah, it's no good. Like if these if these guys figure it out. Uh, we're, we're, we're in some deep duty. They, they sprinkle in a little bit of, um, uh, like, like you and the AI have a history. They sprinkle it in, but they don't tell you. Cause I, I don't remember what she says. Um, she said, how's you sleep? How'd you sleep or something? And he said, um, good. No, thanks to you or something. He makes a joke. Cause his first, like one of the first words that comes out of Master Chief's mouth, good, no, thanks to you. And she said, oh, you did miss me. And that's the only banter. And then and they're like, it, oh, go ahead. And that's all it takes. Right. It's simple. <laughs> and then they're back to, hey, this AI is important. It's a ship AI, and I'll tell them where Earth is. Get it out of here. That's it. But I, I noticed... Yeah. And, oh, and they're like, hey, also, we're going to go ahead and crash land this ship. Right. And uh, deal with it. Um, yep. And they... 
So you crash land on this this halo, which has like a planet inside of it. Mm-hmm. On the inside of the ring, yeah. Um, and they don't explain that, but it's beautiful. Like Matt said, just the vistas and stuff on this, and you can see the other side of the halo. Yeah, and like just... the like the the graphics of Halo One don't. <laughs> but obviously, they're twenty years old at this point, or nineteen. Yeah, 19 years old at this point, so they don't necessarily hold up. I don't even think that the anniversary edition does, really. But the like art direction itself is still pretty. Like, yeah, uh, maybe it's just me, but I still like if I'm playing Halo One, I do step out of that like pod and then take a second to like look around and look up and be like, oh, yeah, this this, <laughs> this game was overwhelming. Good. <laughs> yeah, um, but they definitely play up that hero side from then on. I mean, every everyone they're like. Oh wow! I, you know, they don't even call you a Spartan uh, throughout the first two ep- chapters. They just say one of you or um, one of them, and they yeah. like, explain what that is. But they're just like, obviously, you're a big deal. Did they start calling Chief the Demon in the I, first I bl- one? It, it, they don't call him that at first, and I want to say it's probably the second. Yeah, in Halo I think two. it's the yeah, I think it's the second game because. Like in canon, I think if I'm not much mistaken, the suit that Chief has has like old translation technology, and like, but they were on the verge of doing more. So by Halo Two, he's able to fully understand what they're saying at all times, and that's at that point he's also blown up the ring, and they're like, that's when he get becomes the legend that this is the demon that blew up the ring. Um. So I mean, you you talk about like Doom and how you're kind of like a demigod, and that's the strength you have. You're, you're kind of that way in Halo, though, and they don't explain it. You're not a demigod by any means, but you are a super soldier. Like, <laughs> super soldier doesn't uh, begin to explain what the chief is. Um, you know that you're much no. taller than any other human, any other marine Correct. Yes. on that ship. You, you know you're a big boy. But I don't yeah. think that... I, of course, I know that going into it, playing it now, but I don't think you recognize that consciously in you know, the beginning of the game. Like I didn't consciously register that I'm a foot taller. I just like, maybe that was a point of view or something. I'm just doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, but you feel bigger in presence regardless of that situation. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they play up that heroic and everywhere you go, they're like, thank God you're there. And they act like you're an entire army. Yeah. Well, and you are, but uh, (laughs) let's see. Andrew, you know the, uh, I'm sure you even know the stage title, but you're like flying in on the Pelican and you land on the beach and it's that beachhead. Silent cartographer. Yeah, silent cartographer. That's the one. And it's just, it's an amazing scene. Like you're hitting this beachhead, like the enemy is fearful of you (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you're the one pushing the Marines forward. You're the one doing all the work. Like the Marines are doing some work. Right. But if you weren't there, they would have failed. And kind I, of uh, feel. And they don't put you from a storytelling perspective in a because he's a silent-ish protagonist. So they don't put you in a perspective where you're given the orders and you're like, "I'm the leader." Like you are the leader, but you don't have to say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, everybody around you just looks at you and goes, "All right, I'll follow you." Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fine. You don't have to be charismatic and take charge and say, I'm doing, you're doing this, you're doing that. Like it just happens. Honestly, Cortana does more of that. Uh, I noticed in the first two where court, like everyone just listens to this AI ship or not. She's like, drop that, drop that warthog. We're using it. And they're like, yes, ma'am. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you, your, your rank in the military, I guess is master chief, whatever that right. means. Right. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you take, yeah, you, you literally do what Cortana says, or sometimes you take what Johnson says, and you're like, all right, Johnson, let's do it this way. Well, and he's he's a sergeant, right? It's Sergeant Johnson yeah. uh, at that time, Um, which we don't, uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head if you're outranking Sergeant Johnson or not, I, you know, question mark. I don't no, think so. Um, I, and in first contact, with Sergeant Johnson, that is, you you land on the planet and you, because um, he's escaped, you've landed on the planet, you meet up with Sergeant Johnson. He's definitely like just with them going, thank God you're here. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, all right, well, let's, let's get this done. You um, know? Um, Contact Harvest. That, I think Contact Harvest is what introduced the Brutes as well. Weird that you, uh, 
not weird, but that's what I remember from that book is that was my introduction. Like, I think that might have been the first book I read because it takes place directly after Halo 1. And I played Halo 2, then I played Halo 1, and then I started reading the books. Right. I didn't well, start yeah. with the first book, but... Why don't we take a little time to talk about what we are fighting? Like, yeah, we're fighting the Elites, which right. are Samurai-esque, but the Brutes are gorilla people, sort of? Yeah, uh, Brutes are orcs. Yeah, so we, they're orcs. There you they, go. Are, they are orcs, yeah. They're orcs. And, and, and then there's grunts. Uh, cobalts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the one are jackals. Jackals. Oh, uh, you're right. Maybe grunts are goblins and jackals are yeah. cobalt. Um, yeah. So... So you start out and you're being attacked by, they say the Covenant, and all you know is there's a bunch of different aliens at you, and we can clearly tell they're not the same alien. <laughs> like that's well, that's what we get from this. Um, so the events they don't lay out for you, but we know after playing all the games that what we understand is um, there's a a Covenant. Imagine that uh, a group of aliens who have banded together for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't get into that right now. We have an episode for that, but who have come together and are working together as an army, uh, glassing planets, taking their resources, conquering, doing their deal. Relics. Yeah. Looking for relics. Um, uh, and in halo one, obviously you've, uh, encroached upon the halo, which is a whole thing, but they're also, you've just escaped them. You warp speeded out. They followed you somehow. They're coming after your ship. And we know that, honestly, they wanted to catch you while you were asleep before they woke you up to fight them. Yes. And that's what yeah. we know. Um, well, you know, out of context and what we don't know from as a player aspect is they, they've just finished fighting a, a, a force where they just came from that, that, that done a ton of damage. Like right. they, they, they fought five that done a ton of, or four. Four that right. done a total damage. Five. Yeah, there's five. Yeah, five. Chief, yeah. Kelly, Linda, and uh, Fred. Chief yeah, Kelly, Linda, Fred. and the and rest then, that uh, was on Reach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Noble, George, Cat, uh, Cat, Emil, and Carter. Carter, and the ooh June. 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 So yeah. they just finished fighting a bunch of these of these Super elite humans. fighting troops. Right. And they yeah. don't want to deal with them again. <laughs> well, yeah, well, like the deal, like, well, weird canon stuff aside, like nine, let's say nine Spartans, because the Covenant came, uh, we're going to get in the weeds real quick, but the Covenant came to Reach looking for a Forerunner artifact, and they were just trying to get to this artifact, and the Spartans, along with uh, Captain Keys and the Pillar of Autumn, like one ship and nine Spartans forced them to be like, fuck this. We're glassing right, the planet. Right. Yeah. We're getting right. rid of you. So we're, we're nine people. Yeah. So so we talk about being a, a almost a demigod. Like nine people drove back an entire armada. Yeah. Well, uh, drove back one or two ships, right. and then they were like, "We have to call in the rest of our reserves," and and, then, and, yeah. and literally blow up the planet instead. Like. Yeah. <laughs> That was their only course of action was to not play the game. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and this is, uh, you know, again, not to get too deep in the weeds. We have an episode for this because we've planned this out, but um, that's the point. They, this is Earth's response to this problem. More, I mean, we've been developing. Originally, it was Earth's response to colonists. To well, true. <laughs> it was mercenaries, but yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, never mind. And, yeah, and then they, well, and then they uh, space gears. Yeah. After first contact. <laughs> yeah. 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 The Spartans were child soldiers. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> From a young age. Uh, Which I mean, all of this, like you learn either later or through books right. or television. Or... Well, like the, them being child soldiers didn't come up till Halo Four. Like Halo Four was the first game that actually referenced anything that happened earlier on in the books if i'm not yeah. much mistaken yeah the first game right right yeah if you if you just played games you would be like fucking what <laughs> they <Yeah>. are kids <laughs> um yeah. so I, I let's not do we lose andrew for a second uh he'll be back we'll give him a second maybe 
Yeah, I'm just doing stuff that causes noise and all that. And gotcha. I'm just uh, mute myself while it's going on. Gotcha. So uh, we could go on and on about the story yeah. of Halo. Um, we know why it's somewhat why it's enticing because it's a it's a great hero story. We know. I mean, we've we've talked about it. What what appeals to you guys from a storytelling aspect from Halo? So. Like I said, Halo allows you to tell a very heroic story. It tells you to, it allows you to tell a nice, like a really good war story without having to dive into real world wars. You know, right. these are things happening way, way in the future. You don't have to deal with like touchy subjects, even though some of those subjects that's going on, like like a religious war, because that's kind of what the covenant what is. is. And uh, child soldiers, because that's what the Spartans are. Um, you can hint at those things and still feel, still feel, not bad, but still feel the the feelings that you would. But you don't have to get super real with it, since all of this is right, right. Um, it's especially in the events of Halo. It's also already kind of happening. Like there's not like the child soldiers that happened. There were repercussions of it when it happened, but now it's happened. Like it. Yeah, you don't have to deal with the uh, backlash. Right. <laughs> this right. is done. That's in the past. We're not worrying right. about that. We're worrying about right now. Right. Yeah. We're not going to worry about like what what made Master Chief right now because there's a world-ending, not a world, uh, about to be a galaxy-ending plot kick right. in about halfway through the game. Yeah. But it's Which, a very... Oh, uh, uh, before the Flood gets introduced, what I really dug about the first game after you know playing halo 2 um was that it's it's very simple and that's not i'm not saying that in a like derogatory as uh, it's you don't have to think about it you just go in and shoot aliens kind of deal it's just simple it's efficient and it's storytelling like like you said uh, at the beginning in like one sentence you figure out chief and cortana and like in like two minutes less than of cinematics with keys you are you get you know what's going on you know what's about to happen you know their relationship you know how much of a badass master chief is you yeah. know how cool uh how good of friends cortana and chief are let's go let's go and, let's 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 fight this you know fight yeah yeah, yeah. i think and I just really oh, dig that i just what, i was just saying that i just really dig what's cool what i want to mention what you said so the flood happens about halfway through the game right that's it's maybe a little, maybe a little bit further, the back I half of the game, or back quarter of the game. I think it's literally. I'm gonna run through it in my mind real quick. Yeah, I think it's literally the halfway point of the game because Halo right. One does that thing where you play through five-ish levels, right? Five six levels, and then you play what? Well, no, I think it's five. It's ten. No, it's eleven. Something like that. Because you play five, you play the library, and then you play those five levels in reverse. Right. Yes, you do. So it's cool though because it starts out, and again, I haven't played through Halo One in a long time. I played the first two, but you start out and you go through that simple, like, here's who you are. There's a relationship. Fight this war, essentially. Like you're in a war with the Covenant. Figured out you're on this um, artifact, and you're discovering things, and you're just doing what you do. And then you hit that midpoint where it's like, by the way, there's something way more sinister going on. And you're dropped into here's some real shit. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> this thing that you're gonna have to fight now doesn't care what side you're on. It's going after yeah. all of you, right? And guess what? When it kills one of you, it gains somebody. Uh, and ulti- ultimately, it, it makes you like have to start questioning, like, screw the artifact, blow it up, or like, how? Are, well, stuff like that. Like, you have to start thinking on a bigger scale immediately. Yeah, tactile. Which. You know, at that point in time, you're given a little buddy, right? A little buddy. Yeah, the uh, the your little spark. yeah, guilty spark. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And guilty He's sparks there. <laughs> guilty sparks <laughs> there, going, hey yo, here I am to to teach you about things and to help you out, and I really want you to do do this kind of stuff so we can stop the flood, so we can stop this yeah. thing from happening. <laughs> He starts divulging information you did not have before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he plays his cards like no 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 I'm 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 here to help you. And he uh, yeah, he what, is oh. though he is there to technically help the universe. Yeah, yeah, help not help you, 
No. (laughs) He's there to help the galaxy. That's what he's here for. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. And then you're like, oh, okay. And and that's your first um, contact with the Forerunner. Right. Yeah. Which we still don't learn that much about. You really don't. (laughs) Other than that. We know that they built some artifacts and they're very coveted. And it's... And we got our FTL drops from them. Yeah. And our shield technology... We retrofitted a bunch of their technology, right? To or deconstructed, learned them. But we still weren't sure exactly what they were. Yeah. Well, that's that's the human episode. I'll I'll get into some. There's more complications for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep it simple. It's true. (laughs) I think that is the theme for this episode: is us trying to keep it simple and failing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Um. So. Yeah, we've talked about the events of Halo 1, and I'm sure we don't want to go through all four Halos uh, right now. Oh, no. uh, if we were going to build a world, or a game, in the Halo universe, and we could go a lot of different directions with that, where would you guys start? Do you think a Spartan story would be a good story? Do you think you would do something different, like just Marines? So it really comes down to, you know what, Andrew, you go first. First. Uh, okay, uh, I would say that it would depend on what kind of campaign you wanted to run. For one, if you wanted a like uh, really, honestly, no, I, I I couldn't think of a way to make it uh, challenging. If you were a Spartan player, straight up, I would start off with a uh, I would do Marines, have like human on human stuff going on. How like, would you? How would you, so we, we established that the heroic storytelling style is what you're going for. How would you get the heroic storytelling from a regular Marine? How would you build that to make them, to get that feeling? Okay, you start off on like a, if you're a Marine, you're on a normal mission, and maybe maybe you are on, is it Harvest? Yeah, you're on Harvest. You're on, uh, that's the, that was the first contact with the, with the brutes, like I think brutes, if canonically brutes were the first like force that we came in contact with, brutes and grunts and jackals, and like Sergeant Johnson's there, and it's um, which you could just hand wave and not get into, but I feel like in a role playing game at l- like in a tabletop game, I should say, the idea of being someone weak who is having to fight this. Um, overwhelming like this new scary threat is inherently heroic because you can have like civilians you're you're having to like uh go and pull civilians out of places and go and just we're gonna get away that's where here i'm here to save you and get you away from these things which you could have as a spartan but i like the idea of having that initial like i can't fight this we have to run away and then you learn ways to pick them off individually. And that first time that you successfully kill a brute in a campaign would be like... That's like a boss battle. Yeah, that's something <laughs> yeah. you remember at that point. As Master Chief, you could kill it. So you're almost uh, asking for like a horror game or a survival game. Yeah, that would, would be you, my to it. Would you do like a... Uh, we said regular Marine, but you could also do like a higher class Marine too. You could do like an ODST or something that's not quite a Spartan. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you, if you wanted that, if you still wanted that heroic feel, I like the idea of being like, okay, you're saving people. Like you're, you're doing that kind of heroic feel. I like that. But yeah, you could do ODST or why don't you have your first session or two be that I'm saving people and stuff like that. You, you go back to wherever you are. Maybe you start getting implants to become a Spartan. Force. That's true. Okay. Um, yeah. You start upgrading and that's part of that leveling that you might see. That's true. I mean, even in D and D like, you know, the party is much stronger than the average citizen and sees much more. So like, you start that heroic progression higher than these citizens. So it could be that kind of that similar. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> what, uh, well, Matt, what, um, what system, if you were going to do it, what system would you use? Mm, I mean, there's probably a system for it. <laughs> That's beside the point. Yeah. There, there might be a role-playing game. I doubt that. I can't, I can't come up with them on top of my, but, uh, Savage Worlds is fine for it. It's pulpy. 
it's quick, uh, especially for combat. You'd get what you needed to do really, really quickly. And although you could go like really, really low, uh, not really, really low. You could go like really, really crunchy with it and do like a GURP system if you want to do that. Uh, just tons of numbers, tons of skills, tons of like, and GURPS is really deadly. So you can have it to be like, hey, you, you know, you're just a soldier here. You might lose a character. True. Um, true. Yeah, that really comes down to the like, like Andrew said, the kind of game that you want to play. Uh, I mean, you could probably even do like, uh, you could do a broke, not a broke down. Yeah, you could probably do like a stripped down version of Starfinder. You could probably do that too. Like, I'll look just at pull some the magic out. Yeah, just pull the magic out. Look at some classes. You can play these four classes. You know, you can play like engineer, technician, soldier, and right. like you know what I mean. Um, that would be an option too. Or you can homebrew it. I mean, that's always okay, always 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 an, an always an option is to homebrew some stuff. Although uh, talking about like, do you can play one of these four classes? You can be an engineer or something like that. I like the idea that you're a non-affiliated person. Like you could be in the UNSC. You could just, That's or true. you could be space pirate who is stuck between the covenant and the humans. That's true. That's true. That would always be an interesting. Uh, I'm a oni dynamic. bureaucrat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just a dude. <laughs> yeah. A uh, scientist. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I mean, you never see mechanics. Like you know, there's there's right. these things. Like you know, there's there's. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm the Isaac of the of the Halo universe, and I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm just a dude trying to fix shit. There's nothing wrong with that. You you need that, uh, or medic. That would be a good yeah, one to yeah to go with. Help out your team. Be a medic. Uh, or you know, you could play like you said. You could play something more mundane. I like the idea of that as well. But I like I like the idea. If nothing else, the option. Maybe that's even if you're homebrewing at your class of the cybernetic implants and the upgrades to being superhuman, you definitely probably, you know, you don't have to start with that and you didn't have to, I don't think you should have to go into it. You could just choose extra skills or more. Oh yeah. yeah a different yeah. path, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the idea of, uh, of playing just a normal old dude or just a group of people that are, are stuck in this war. You know, we, we hear a lot about the UNSC and stuff, but we never hear about what happens in the other colonies, you know, because right. they have to have some sort of defense force, uh, or they just get glassed. Yeah, that's the that's true. That's the deal. Because by Halo I mean, Three, like I said, by Halo Three, like Earth's the. Oh, I can't remember if like the Covenant has base. I can't remember if the Covenant has basically won and they're just going to Earth to finish off humanity, or if they just beeline through. Like, no, we're going to your home world. I thought that's what it was. I think it. I thought it was that I, too. I just, thought it was a last ditch effort because you just because you killed one of the prophets in Halo Two. Yeah, uh, and Target. Like, and they were like, "Oh shit!" Like uh, everything that we knew is breaking down around us. We have we have to uh, we have to nut up right now, right. or else the covenant's going to fall. Because at the end of two, everything's breaking down, right? right. Yeah, yeah. And they are already on Earth in Halo Two. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, so good. Now I have to play the whole game. Uh, all three of them, all four of them, all five of them, all seven. All, nine, all of them. All, all of, them. of it. Just every one of them. So let's talk a little bit. Of, you guys want to talk a little bit about te the technology behind Halo? Or, yeah. We talked we a lot about story. Um, technology. Just, technology. Oh, oh, that was, that was frightening. <laughs> yeah, technology is a, a huge part of Halo because it it shows us where we are in right. like you know humanity and so we have these ftl drives which are like slip gates so right. they're really more they're really more stargate than they are ftl drives right because you're right. opening a point somewhere else and going in yeah we don't uh, travel all that fast we just teleport almost yeah teleport's not the right word but you're, you're right it's more like stargate it's that and, whole thing uh, uh like you take a piece of paper, fold it, stick the pen through it, and you're on the other side. Right. Like, you just fold space to get to where you want to go. And we, like, like you already said, we don't necessarily understand that mm -mm. In, in its entirety. Well, I know that uh, humans, uh, the, the humans in the Covenant are different, and that the humans, when they hit, when they go into slip space, they just rip a hole. They're just like, we don't really know, we don't really understand this. We're just 
opening up and we're going through. Right. But the covenant is advanced enough that they know how to just kind of poke themselves through without that's even crying. even like at the very beginning that the the kind of the first conversation for even Master Chief's open awakened. And I don't remember that in the original Halo, so it might just be a championship edition addition, or I could just be forgetful. But him and Cortana are talking, Keys and Cortana are talking, and that's the whole thing. He's like she, how in the world did they follow us when we slipped out? And she's ba- basically says that like yeah. they followed the rip in space. We left. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. they done a random jump. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, they took a yeah. random jump into space. Cause that was part of the UNSC's like, Oh man, this is something I forgot that I even knew. That's part of the UNSC's like uh procedures is that if you're going to head towards earth, you have to make like some random jumps around. Right. Like a few, a hand, like not even like two. You have to make a few so the covenant doesn't have might get mixed up and lost in the maze of where he went. Which is a brilliant tactic, Smart. because of uh, of what is at stake. It's so, true. but uh, the humans right. have uh, mostly ballistic weapons, uh, nukes, uh, like let's see, uh, rockets. They have, you know, they're still using what, like, you know, higher tops of rifle ammunition and higher tops right. of this like they're still using magnums it's just they're yeah. they're higher caliber but really what sets them aside i don't know what that halo one caliber pistol is but it's uh <laughs> but it's, it's intense it's high caliber <laughs> um but at the end of the day what sets them apart from the covenant is just how they have advanced it, advanced technologically so yeah they have all these ballistic weapons the unsc do, does but which technically isn't as good against shields, but they also have something called a Mac cannon, which is yes, they do. <laughs> th- throwing a school bus size shell at near light speeds at a object. So they're really brash in how a, how a gun works, but it gets the job done. Yeah. From, from a story telling perspective, I feel like they sat down and they said, what is our technology today? ballistically and how did we just like they organically advanced that because that's like they didn't add yeah. any crazy technology to it just like let's make it stronger yeah um we so got oh go ahead yeah like because like mechs and stuff don't even really show up until four yeah like, uh, the halo one magnum is a 50 caliber shell so it's a 50 caliber round it's also uh armor piercing and high explosive so it explodes outward into yeah. the body it's intense uh, I mean, you start out the game and he hands you an unloaded pistol and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? But <laughs> yeah, like there, there's a dude next to you, like half your size with an assault rifle. And he's like, here's a pistol, bro. It doesn't have ammo. in it." <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't keep ammo in it because I'm old and I might commit suicide. So here yeah. you have it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what he tells you. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Which again plays into uh, oh I'm a badass here right yeah. right just an unloaded weapon and uh, just kill people you'll be good yeah I know you you'll be all right um but yeah uh, we have we have tanks um and we don't see any crazy tanks in uh, the first couple of Halos at least yeah you don't see their their more advanced armaments until at least Halo right. three which you see like the Mantis and the Hornets. Uh, I mean, you have, there's pelicans too, um, which are which mostly are like, tr- troop carriers. But yeah, why? You know, they have guns. I don't know why we don't use them. Um, so, so you mentioned the Mac cannon, um, but but just to clarify that, that is a ship-powered weapon, so they can fire that from space into an area, right? Correct? Am I yeah. mistaken? It, it's well, one they those... also had. Go ahead. Uh, Reach had a like ring of Mac platforms in space, right? And that's okay. what they were using. Well, so did uh, so did Halo Two. That's what the that's what the uh, defense system was for Earth. It was yeah. a series of cannons that could like uh, triangulate and just take things out. Right. Yeah, it's a magnetic accelerator cannon. Cannon. It's one of those kind of problems. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so that's um, why they sometimes call it a gun, but that doesn't work either. And so. we've. Uh... So we're talking about technology. So we've we've got a lot of ballistic weapons uh, in the human armada, at least at this point. And we we've already touched on it, but we have definitely played with genetic alteration a lot. 
Cybernetic and cybernetic. Yeah, uh, we've combined the two to like yep. get what we want. Um, we because really... that's where AI come from, right? Uh, so just just for a second, I looked up some Matt Cannon stuff. It fires a three thousand ton slug at four percent of light speed. So that's twelve thousand kilometers a second. Thunk. <laughs> it kills things. That's what yeah. it does. Gross. Yep. I don't like that. That's that's kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Did I lose you guys? Are you done? No, you no. Dead? Sorry, I, I got distracted. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> uh, I was very right, confused so, for a second. Uh, you said that, and I just like I, I wanted to 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 look up some math. Um, this is by no means uh, official mathematics or anything, but I'm just kind of looking at this post um, about kinetic energy. So that's approximately the equivalent, according to this math, of 64.5 kilotons of TNT exploded at one time in one area, uh, four times the energy of a nuclear weapon that raised Hiroshima in an area. Just and, thunk. And, and that's a pinpoint area. <laughs> right. So that's, that's what's so amazing. About uh, I feel like that, you know, it doesn't, but that might just blow up a fucking planet. <laughs> Maybe not, but... Yeah, it's not as much as like a planet cracker like right. we had in uh, Dead Space or something like that, but it's getting close to that. It's it's really frightening. Um, but on the flip side of that, we have access to strong word, but we the primary enemy from the alien side is the Covenant, um, who have a different evolution of technology that they're using as a collective. Um, like you said, plasma energies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, uh, oh let's see. And their shielding is reactive, if I'm not mistaken. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have the Mac Cannon. They have plasma, high-powered plasma they shoot from ships. Yeah. Uh, hence the glassing of a planet. Uh, essentially just melting it. Not melting it, but... Melting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it melts it to the point that it's glass. Everything. Yeah. Everything it touches. And that's really rough. That's really rough. Uh, and that that's kind of what makes them such a scary force is because uh, they have so many, they, they overwhelm us with so many numbers that like one-on-one, their ships can't actually deal with our ships. Right. But they put like four-to-one numbers against our ship, uh, against UNSC. So they win that battle, and then they sit in orbit, and they glass any troops. To the yep. point where they have that the, there's there's no more troop emplacement, right? And that that's how they win war. Yeah. So if you if you can defeat them in orbit, they don't have that they they can't win a fight. Yeah. Because we do the same thing to them that they do to us in orbit. Like we have a lot more uh, expendable troops. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna hit on is that the like. Humans, I remember it gets brought up and it's just clear in the games. Like humans as are just better like fighters than the Covenant are. We're so just something about the way humans think, the way humans are. Right. They're just better than the Covenant on land. Well, we like, so they have a like we look at brutes and elites and things, they have different different um biological makeups like an elite like we talked about is eight foot tall can lift tanks and they always have the physical strength over us um i I mean you know it's always the story that humans are like crafty and we persevere and we adapt and things like that um that's like the the common story right uh but they are a fanatic like holy what am i trying to say the covenant is a fanatic holy faction yeah um so they are like I don't say unquestioning, but they they don't defy well until the elites get into a whole thing. But yeah. they execute the plan, right? Is that fair to say? But yeah. they do it with honor, and that's right. their main problem. Like when we figured out, like when the when the humans figured out that these guys have to fight with honor, they just looked back at guerrilla fighters and they started fighting them in the guerrilla terms, right? Being like, oh well, if a- they they can't handle ambushes, so I guess we'll just ambush them a lot. Um, yeah. Right. A well-placed grenade, still a well-placed grenade. So. Yeah. Oh, like, I was sitting here trying to figure out, like, in terms of just the armies, in terms of just the way the armies are, the Covenant, like, multi-classed, like, it, put in D&D terms, the Covenant multi-classed, and the UNSC just is like, no, we're going to be a fighter, and we're going to be the best damn fighter there is, and that's yep. what we're going to do, 
Right. That's how we're going to win. Yeah, oh, you, you minus the ODSTs, you don't really see many snipers out mm-hmm. there. You don't like, oh, you do see them with, uh, you do see the occasional rocket brigade, like brigade, but you don't see many snipers. Right. No, you really don't. You, you, there's an occasionally like one sniper out of an entire unit, and then Master Chief takes their weapon. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me this. I'm better than you at this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like unquestionably, Chief is just a better like like a a Spartan is a better suited heroic campaign like right. character like if you're going to be having that campaign and you want a heroic campaign you might as well give them spartan if you want a survival campaign if you want to feel like the odds are against you top campaign let them play some marines and then let the first five to ten sessions be that survival campaign and then ramp it into something else. and if you i but, guess if you want a mid-ground let them be odsts and just be yeah extra super trained secret soldiers <laughs> And Not secret soldiers are, are sweet. Like they, they drop down in combat usually. Like yeah. <laughs> they are most of the time they're dropped. Yeah, they're dropped from orbit. That's what in, it's orbital drop, drop. It's orbital, orbital drop, drop ship drop. trooper. Yeah, and they they come in. They come in hot. That's like that. I think that's their slogan. It's like feet first into hell. That's what yeah. they do. They're the hell jumpers. That's their title. Yeah. Are they fucking hell jumpers? Yeah. They trained. They some of them already have some cybernetic implants yeah. already in them. They're they're like, like halfway to Spartan. Well, maybe like yeah. a quarter away. To well, that, that's what Buck. Yeah. That's that was Buck's trajectory in the series was being like I'm gonna be a normal person. Oh, I'm an ODST now. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Spartan. And Buck's one of our most beloved characters. That, uh, so definitely, that's a that's a good way to do it for your players. Um, shoot, I know we're going like shotgun pattern with what we're talking about today, so this might be just a bunch of nonsense to some of our listeners. But right. but no, we we're very. The reason why it's a bunch of nonsense is because we're really passionate about this. So Amen. Yeah, we and really I, like it. And again, and we'll probably end soon. I, we've been over an hour now. I don't have a timestamp. I'm just, we're going to do several episodes digging into this. Yeah. Like in the other episodes will be way more structured. We definitely, you know, we have plans to dig into specific aspects of that world and that situation for a reason. Because. Yeah. Because it is a big world. Simple, but big, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like a series that has, like, if you just look at Halo from the outside, it doesn't look like a series that would have, this much thought into it but if you peel back that first layer of halo you're like oh oh wow there's a lot here we didn't talk about the prometheans any which is another thing um they are kind of like forerunners in a lot of ways Uh, we didn't talk about them It, it all it all comes down to what era of halo you want to play your game in and what kind of game you want to run and that will help you figure it out but we're I think, here to help you out. Uh, like we said, though, I agree. The heroic thought pattern should be there. So how do you build it to oh, be yeah. that way? Even yeah. if it's the survival horror you build, how do you make it feel like that heroic, heroism heroic. is coming? Yeah. But this what? is... Go ahead. I'm gonna say, like, we're looking at it a lot from the human side because that's just right. generally what you play. Yeah. There's also you could be, you could do a covenant campaign. You guys could right. be a squad of elites or some hybrid like elites and brutes. I don't know if how like well a grunt would do in a campaign. Well, but well, how the how the covenant came about was they conquered other uh, races right. of worlds. They conquered other species. And, them join. So, and you know I we mean, see in later games where they even there's a schism and they split too. So you have a split covenant hence the elites working with us and some other troops with the elites um elites and grunts grunts kind of follow elites around um in the story but we have a covenant episode for that but yeah (laughs) yeah we just wanted to hit on like the basics of what halo is what's the main players of halo and i think we accomplished that we might have divulged into some other random stuff but I think right. we got our, our main point through. Like we we explained what Halo is to our listeners. I agree. Now don't make me do like a 40k episode or nah. something because I just don't know. So 
we like <laughs> I, we have plans for we already said it, a covenant episode uh for sure to dig deeper into it and some other episodes and we have at least three planned i feel like it's just gonna it's gonna grow yeah. depending on if you guys want more that's <laughs> yeah it's true and it just depends on what you guys want as listeners like if you want us to to stick with uh talking about worlds and why those worlds work we can totally do that if you want us to start make, making more you know original kind of content we can I. do that e. as well let us so. know Otherwise, we're just going to BS. Yeah, please. <laughs> the more you interact with us, the more you'll get what you want. The the, yeah. the the least you interact with us, the more me and Andrew can talk about real world problems and 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 uh, Cults. fall apart. That's uh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you did you listen to the first Spooky both, Boo yeah. episode? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think every Matt and I episode is going to end with a. But in Bioshock Infinite, no, end it. <laughs> Click, hit the big red button, eject. Oh goodness, Lord! But yeah, we're we'll, we we like to talk about just games and worlds and how we're doing, and that's what we like to talk about. So or not to? You just tell us to shut up, to... you know, on whatever. That is yeah, true. Yeah. That is true. If you guys don't fucking give a shit about Halo, let us know. <laughs> I find <laughs> that highly unlikely, but it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, not only are we going to start doing um, a Halo episode, I mean we got some WoW stuff in the uh, mix as well. Thinking about it, and I'm sure we'll have a Cyberpunk episode just talking about it. So in know. like two years when it's finally that's out. wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so true. I'm past the point with Cyberpunk where like that didn't even make me mad. It didn't even annoy me. Oh, I was just of like, course. All right. <laughs> Should have saw it coming, I guess. And so, uh, but it's only like a three week delay. I don't for know. Now. Still, whatever. For now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no good. But uh, let's see. He uh, lost it. He lost it. I got nothing well, else. I got nothing else. Got, uh, in the meantime, it. guys, I'm so, Edward. Find me on Sergeant Bacon Pants. Uh, sometimes on the Groundbreakers Twitch stream, playing Dead Space, being scared like a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I'm Matt. Uh, you can also find me streaming on Twitch under the Groundbreakers Twitch stream. I mostly paint, but I do other He's things as well. He's been called the Bob Ross of um, mini painting. This... Hurrah! <laughs> I'm not the Bob Ross of mini painting. I'm sure there's some other mini painter out there that's much more chill than me. Uh, I know I, I, I know a few on YouTube that their uh, their sound quality is. I need my I need to up my game on that, but it's a very chill stream, and I make little fun stories when I paint about the thing I'm painting. So that's always fun. Some little uh, mini world building. Little mini world building, and I also run our Facebook page. But you know, you might also catch Andrew or Edward posting on that. And speaking of that, I'm Andrew, and uh, I put my uh, when is this going Monday, on Monday? I is guess this Monday's episode. Okay, yeah, I put my. First book review up last week, and I'm putting my uh, review for a book called The Blade Itself up tomorrow, and uh, you can get my thoughts about that book, because it's a very... uh, Okay, when I'm doing my book reviews, I want to just be positive. I just want to look at stuff that I do like in a book, stuff that I like appreciated in what I was reading. That's just what I want to talk about. The Blade Itself is a book that I didn't really like. I finished it, and when I put it down, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to read any more of this series. I'm done with this, I think. And uh, since then, I have read something else by the same author, and it made me go, okay, I think I get what right. this guy's going for now. But I wrote the review before that happened, and since then, I've read the second book. So, But I haven't changed the review. I just wanted to like see how, wanted to show like how my thoughts flipped on it. You have the you have my Bioshock feeling about I'm a Bioshock, not Bioshock. You had to say Bioshock. Bioware feeling where I'm like, hey, I had to say Bioshock. No, my Bioware yeah. feeling where I'm like, hey, Mass Effect. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it, but sure. I un- yeah. like you understand why it could be good to people. Do you understand that? But yeah, just not into it. But just, just, yeah. just not jiving with it. Yeah, and like. Like I get into it in the review, but he's a very good author. Like, like he has a his own voice and it comes through all the time. 
but he's just saying the stuff that I don't right. that doesn't jive with me, and it just seems fair. Doesn't quite work. Yeah, but I'm also uh, at least I'm gonna try and up my Instagram game to I want to make like four or five posts a week, and at least one of those is gonna be about books. And if this takes off, or if I just start feeling like it, I might just start talking about different things, different books that I like, like different things, like. Casey has been reading World War Z, and I want to like talk about World War Z on the page. I think so. Just random book things might start for coming. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, it, you know, uh, all content can be good content unless it's bad content. Where it's and then, a then we can make oh, fun. Of it. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> so yeah, put out some content. I'm man. I put out some content not long ago where I was just afraid of a spider. Yeah, I made a clip of it. Minutes. And that's what I made a clip of it. Sure. <laughs> so oh, that's what, I was, that's what I was going to ask when you were talking about the Bob Ross and the uh, painting and the other people on YouTube. I'm like, but have any of them posted a video of them just freaking out about a giant ass spider on their wall? Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I that's believe it. that's it, guys, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, this has been Matt. Let's <laughs> oh, <laughs> go break some ground. Groundbreakers. Break it. Break it. Break it. Break it. Ground. Break it. Break it. Break it. Ground.